Welcome to Divorce Stories with attorney Dennis Vetrano, the show for people that want real answers to real divorce questions from a real divorce lawyer. And now here's your host, attorney Dennis Vetrano. Everybody, welcome back to Divorce Stories. I'm your host, divorce attorney Dennis Vetrano. We're at episode number 25. Just want to remind you guys again, if you want to hear a question answered on our podcast, don't hesitate to send it to divorce stories podcast at gmail.com. And listen, a lot of the ideas I'm getting lately are just like you know, further explanations of the short videos I'm doing on TikTok. So if you want to check us out on TikTok, it's at DRV Law. And certainly help us out. Definitely follow us on TikTok. We already have nearly 10,000 followers in roughly a month. So so I'm guessing that people are enjoying and appreciating the content. So give that a look. It's pretty good. So here's one of the things I wanted to expound upon from one of our TikTok posts. Now, Anybody who knows me knows I love to give divorce advice. I love to give relationship advice. Obviously, the divorce advice only pertains to New York State, as I'm a New York State divorce lawyer. Um, but I like to like help people guide through the process, how you determine if your spouse is cheating on you, how can you help yourself get through the divorce process, You know, what are the ins and outs of it. So what I've been doing lately on TikTok is how to determine whether or not your spouse is cheating on you, which I think I did a podcast on here before about that. And also, like, what are the pieces of relationship advice that I can offer to you as a divorce lawyer? We started that series there, and I think we also did that here as well. But what keeps coming up, this one question is, or, or rather a point that's being made by a lot of people on the TikTok, is they're saying, I've got the answer, don't get married. Just don't get married. Then you won't have to worry about all this cheating spouse and divorce and split of the assets and kids and custody and visitation and arguing back and forth and who's going to take my pension plan and what's going to happen with spousal support. We don't have to worry about all that because I'll just not get married. Now, that general principle, well, let's back up. What do I think about that suggestion as a divorce lawyer? Well, you know, then you're going to get all those people, well, you're a divorce lawyer, you just want to make money. Listen, we have a wealth of clients. That's never the motivation here. The motivation is because I enjoy sharing what I've committed my life to be good at. Um, So what do I think about that? Well, if your plan is to not get married and then simply serial date, just date and, and have fun and enjoy your life and stay single and live in your own house, by yourself, not uh, acquire any assets in common with anybody, not commingle any money, not share bills, not share a household, not do any of those things. You're living on your own, just you, and you don't plan on having any kids. Great advice, because then you can avoid all of that headache. If you plan on living alone and being alone pretty much the rest of your life, other than just dating, For the vast majority of the people out there, that tends to not be the case. What we tend to find in these sorts of circumstances, and I will tell you, I am getting more and more and more of those lately, because anybody who knows about the divorce rates, the divorce rates in the younger generation are going down, and they're going down because fewer people are getting married. 
And fewer people are getting married in large part because some of them are just putting off getting married until later in life, which tends to be the case now more than ever. And in addition, a lot of people are saying exactly what what people have suggested on my TikTok. They're basically saying, well, I'm just not going to get married. That's how I'll fix the problem. But the reality is most of these people do not live separate and alone and by themselves and don't commingle anything and don't have any kids for the rest of their life. What they decide to do is not get married but then still have kids with someone, still buy a house with someone, still share expenses with someone, still buy cars together, still put both names on a mortgage, I will tell you, and and again, like I said, I'm getting more and more of those cases now. That is so much more difficult to navigate than a conventional divorce. It tend, and as, as a matter of fact, I was having a conversation with another prominent divorce lawyer in the area, and we were sharing together. We said, oh, my God, these cases are so difficult. Because if you just had a divorce, the rules and the law is clear. Acquired during the marriage, generally speaking, presumptively 50-50 division of everything. When you have to start parsing out two people that are not married— And maybe they bought a house together. Maybe the husband put in $10,000 on the down payment. Maybe the wife paid $50,000 for the deck. Maybe the husband's paying all the mortgage. The wife's paying all the bills. And and I'm using husband and wife. But what I mean to say is um, because you're not married, I mean one, one party and another. So if you're just buying all of these things and you're having a house together and you're having a car and you're having loans and debt and kids and everything else, those situations are much more difficult to navigate than if you just got married and had them all together during the marriage. So I think the advice of just not getting married to avoid all of the headaches and difficulties and expense and heartache of a divorce, that's fine as long as you're also committing to not have kids with somebody, not buy a house with somebody, not have credit cards together, not have a HELOC, not have cars, not have commingled assets or expenses, as long as you're not going to do that, then staying single and not getting married, yeah, that's a good idea. That will save you all of the aggravation, all the time and problems that would come along with a divorce. But if you plan on having kids, debts, Cars, houses, sharing expenses, all of those things like most couples do, from a legal standpoint, it's easier for us as lawyers, if you split, to parse all of those things out if you're a married couple than if you're two single people acquiring those things together. Because think of it like this. Well, if you buy a house together and you're not able to split it, okay, you're not able to, to work it out, you're basically talking some level of real estate litigation to divide that house, which is one forum. Then if you have kids together, you're in family court for custody and visitation. And then maybe if you can't work out child support in that circumstance, now you're in child support court trying to work those things out. And when you're trying to parse out who put in what with the house, you're literally coming to the courthouse with receipts. Whereas with a divorce, it's much cleaner than that. So look, here's the answer. If you are trying to avoid the time and money and expense and aggravation of a divorce case. The answer, if you're like most couples and you plan on having the the cars, the houses, the kids, all of those things together, if you plan on not getting, I mean, look, you can get married and then you deal with that, but if you're trying to avoid it from a divorce standpoint, you do two things, really. You 
choose well when you're marrying somebody and you work really hard on your relationship, those are relationship sort of things. But then also you have a prenup. So if you're going to do all those things, like I said, just to be clear, if your plan is to not get married and remain single, but you're still going to have the kids and the cars and everything else, that's going to be a more complex situation than if you just got married. And if you're concerned about all the aggravation and time and money and everything in the event that you get divorced, your best answer to that is to do a prenup and not necessarily say, well, I'm opting out of marriage because of that. But the funny thing about this, and, and it still blows my mind, we have more and more people coming in that have had kids, they have debts, they have cars, they have houses, they have all of those things in common, but no marriage. They're not married, not husband and wife. Which, pre- which presents a very complex legal problem for us to sort out for you. Um, those tend to be more and more prevalent now, but we don't have that many people coming in for a prenup. I will tell you out of everything we do, and we do almost solely divorce and family law and obviously those other splits as well, we probably have about maybe about 1% to 5% of what we do are prenups or postnups or anything of like that. Can you imagine? One to 5% roughly of all of our cases. And yet, maybe now about 10% of our cases are people who are not married and trying to parse out what happens with the house that they own together, parse out what happens with the debts they have together, and then sort out custody and visitation and child support. So I think the moral to this entire story is, if you are concerned that your relationship, your serious long-term relationship may split, or your prospective relationship may split, and you're trying to determine what's the best way to provide for that, my answer to you is, if you love this person and you're committed to working on a relationship, you understand the marriage will be work, you want to have kids together, you want to be work as a unit together, work hard on that relationship, and from the outset, be clear, be transparent about everything. That will result in a strong relationship and also do a prenup. Let's put it this way. The prenup generally costs you one or two or three or four thousand dollars. Divorces on average, if it's a contested divorce, is somewhere between fifteen and twenty-five thousand dollars. So you are much better off to get a reliable prenup, be clear and transparent up front, and then look. Come what may, you deal with it. You try to solve any marital problem you have. You work on your marital relationship. You know it's going to be work. You commit to work at it together. But if it fails, you still have the prenup. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in again to episode number 25 of Divorce Stories. You know, I want to remind you, this topic is I really got from one of our short videos on TikTok at DRV Law that I just wanted to expound upon. There's a lot of interesting videos on there, so certainly check that out. Don't hesitate to send us any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast at divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. And certainly if you'd like to you know, have a free consultation with our office, free confidential consultation, divorce or family law, you can always reach out to us at drvitranolaw.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you again next time.